Hey everybody, welcome back to Engaging the Phenomenon. And here today I wanted to discuss contact modalities and, and utilizing contact protocols. So on a very technical level, people are going to ask, well, if, if I want to do contact work or, or go out and have a close encounter with UFO intelligence, do I need to use protocols? And on a technical level, I'm going to say no, uh, but I would, if, if it's something you're seeking, also watch my disclaimer video on if, if contact work is for you, there's the disclaimer to that, um, to doing contact work. But on a technical level, no. However, if it is something you are truly seeking, I would say it's highly recommended for a number of reasons, you know, uh, one, which one reason is, is simply your it's, you know, the protocols are giving you something to focus on, to concentrate, uh, and also developing a skill set. So it's going to highly increase the, the probability of of you know a close encounter you know a ce5 or human initiated contact event in occurring so uh, again contact modalities if, if you're if you're seeking contact uh, are something i would recommend now um you know the, the the protocols do work right and and different protocols and methods are going to work for different people so you have to find out what works for you. You know, ultimately, you know, something like the CE5 protocols are are a good place to start because there's good structure to it. There's a kind of easy to do process. And, you know, over time in practicing that, you're going to develop your own skill set, but you're also going to develop your own inclinations and processes to do that. You know, I just had Enrique Villanueva on. And he discussed some of Rama's uh, Mission Rama's protocols for contact, uh, and also a, a little a little bit of his own kind of protocols and how he would go about initiating contact. Now, I also want to mention that you know, contact doesn't necessarily begin or end with the protocols or with the contact modalities. So you know, say you're going to do a uh, a, a, a contact session, right? You're going to do contact work. You're going to do a CE5. Uh, you're going to do a heist or human initiated contact event. Um, it's it's not necessarily that, you know, you, you say you do your meditation and then you go through a sequence of protocols and then you're looking into the sky for, you know, an, an anomalous event or an anomalous interaction and, you know, maybe something doesn't happen. Maybe it does, right? Maybe something happens. But even if something does happen, it doesn't end there necessarily. You can have a, a sighting or interaction right there and you get some kind of download or intuition or insight that that starts to, to um, you know, plant a seed and, and break down and you start to integrate that that insight or download over a period of weeks or months or, you know, whatever it may be, right? Um, it, it could also happen that you do you do some kind of CE5, right? Or you do a human initiated contact event, whether you're with yourself or with a group of people. And, you know, whether something happens or not, you're going about the rest of your week and you're not doing any more protocols and bam, 
you know, just you, you step out of your car and all of a sudden there's, there's an anomalous object um, or phenomena there. And, um, and, and again, you didn't do any protocol. So it's, it's just something that occurred spontaneously after you, you started the process of contact. So that, that can very much happen too. And I don't know if, you know, people may not be ready for that or expecting it, but also in the sense that you don't want to limit your train of thought or your, your framework of thinking into the idea of you're going to do a CE5, sit there and 20 minutes later, there's going to be a UFO that might happen. Right. Um, or that might not happen. And a week or a month later, you can feel this feeling like, Oh my, I have to go outside. And then you go outside and then there's an anomalous event that occurs and an interaction um, with UFO intelligence. So all these things can occur and it's important to keep all that in mind. Um, again, just even if it's just for to, so your, your thinking or your ideas are not constrained to thinking that you're going to go outside, do the practice, nothing happens and it's over. No, 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 not at all. <laughs> you know, that's not how contact works. There's contact works in a non-linear fashion as far as we can tell. And as far as we can understand that word, right? Non-local, non-linear, um, and even retrocausal, right? And this is, I have a colleague who's going to get into writing a lot on this soon. Um, but, you, you know, you you, you want to keep yourself open to these possibilities. And, and even the more you're consciously open to it, the more likely it's going to occur and the more likely you're going to realize it for what it is when it occurs. Because again, you can do something like the CE5 protocols or your own protocol. And then a week later, out of nowhere, you have this crazy string of synchronicities and, and it ultimately leads to a UFO sighting or, or maybe even a dream time experience that is profound that you get some kind of validation or confirmation for, or a spontaneous remote view or out of body experience that somehow correlates with the UFO phenomenon. And, you know, this is getting very much into the high strangeness factor, um, which if anything, in my opinion, is is more of an indicator that something genuine is actually taking place. Not that, oh, this is so strange. I don't know if it could be true. No, on, on the contrary, Dr. J. Allen Hynek created the term uh, high strangeness to, to point directly to the phenomena that, you know, some of these things that happen are so bizarre that they, they, they just don't make sense in any other way. So, you know, experiencing some form or level of high strangeness is, is actually an indicator that it's likely that something is going on, you know, with, the, with contact and with the UFO phenomenon. And again, I, I would recommend using some kind of contact protocol and sticking with it for some duration of time. Um, you know, just like a, a meditation, right? You don't just do a meditation practice one time and say, Oh, this doesn't work. No. That's not, that's not how it works, right? You have to take a practice, whatever it is, you know, even with lifting weights or any sport, right? You don't just, you know, some people have natural inc inclinations are and have natural talent or affinities to certain processes and, and um, you know, practices. 
But generally speaking, you want to develop that skill. And it, it might be that you say, for example, are using the CE5 protocols and you know, you're using it for a number of weeks, you know, maybe you're doing it once a day, maybe you're using it a few times a week, maybe two times a week, you're, you're practicing the CE5 protocols. You know, these are, again, our practices and exercise. And, um, and it might not be until you're a month in that, uh, like, you're like, okay, I really, I really get the process, right? Or, you know, you really, start to develop the skill set to where it's it's you know it's working effectively so you know these are all things you should consider um and you know you might use the ce5 protocols for three months and you're just like you know whatever for whatever reason i don't like this process it's not really working with me i tried it i gave it its time and due diligence and it's not working for me then go out and 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 look for other contact modalities or other protocols and then try those. But generally speaking, I'm going to say that if you stick with any, any particular protocol for a, for duration of time and you put serious effort into doing it, you're, you're likely going to get results. Right. And again, there's, there's people that, that are just naturally going to have their own method of contact or interaction and are going to be highly effective in it. Um, but generally speaking, I, I would still recommend the use of protocols, um, especially if you're with a group and that's a whole nother subject. If you're with a group, the, the, the strongest and core component of working with a group is, is building coherence among the group. And, um, you know, using this, if everybody is using the same protocols, that is, that is definitely going to be helpful. And again, working in a group with CE5 or contact work, I said before, in my opinion, is an advanced practice. And that takes time too. just, just working in a group. You can be great solo, right? You can just be great at solo CE5 or solo contact and you get in a group and all of a sudden there are all, all these different variables. Um, you know, so that's something that you're going to have to account for and dial in. And, you know, generally speaking, if you're working with a group, hopefully you're getting together on a regular basis or at least consistently. So the group can become comfortable with each other and start to work effectively with each other. You know, you're basically, you're essentially developing a team and, you know, communication is highly important. Um, but also, again, if everybody's just doing their own contact modalities and protocols, could it be a perfect synergy? Yes, stuff like that happens. But generally speaking, if you're working together and you're utilizing similar or the same protocols, it's going to help develop coherence in the group. And, you know, there's also exercises you can do um, to to promote group coherence, like we talked about with Enrique, which I also did in my upstate New York group, which is something like toning or doing a group mantra um, out loud and, and creating a connection space in that way. So again, for people that are interested in, in uh, contact modalities, you know, the, the, the whole contact modality thing, that's a huge area within itself, right? There's all different types of contact modalities available from you know, remote viewing to lucid dreaming, um, 
to the CE5 protocols, to you know many other things. Um, however, if we're talking about um, contact protocols, the CE5 protocols are probably the most popular, at least here in the US where I am. Um, but also again, Mission Rama had their own protocols. But again, mo you know, most of these protocols are utilizing consciousness, um, concentration, and some kind of consciousness-based intention and uh, you know, projection of you know, you're trying to interact with the UFO phenomenon. And you know, there there's also a a video I posted up on the channel over here. Um called ET contact and it's with uh, Brad Stryger and he he walks through a whole exercise um, using visualization and meditation and relaxation with intention to initiate um, a contact experience. So ultimately speaking, there there's a generality to it and that you're most likely the main contact modality that in my opinion that's most effective is consciousness, right? And utilizing something like meditation is is going to put you in the space and the mindset where your consciousness um, is more clear and more direct, and it's more available to work with. Um, so again, there's there's a number of of protocols and modalities that you can try. I've I also did a video here on the channel called Meta Contact. And that's just another approach that I, I came up with. Um, but again, that's that's unique to me in the sense where I just intuitively said, oh, let me try this. And I did a, you know, a process of where I did meta kind of like a Buddhist loving kindness meditation um, where I'm intending to have a contact experience um, like the CE5 basically except the the core of the of that approach is just projecting gratitude and well-wishing and loving kindness with an open connection to UFO intelligence to invite interaction and that's something that's highly effective for me for whatever reason um you know other people might excel in rem remote viewing or or some other process and you know that's what you experiment with so you can kind of develop your own contact modality um, but I am going to recommend meditation as a primer. So you do some kind of meditation process for at least 20 minutes before you do any contact protocols. Again, that's just a primer to put you in the right mindset uh, and the right kind of like state of being to do the contact protocols. However, a lot of times contact does happen spontaneously especially if you have the intention. So you can have the intention for contact and it will spontaneously occur. And that can happen many numbers of ways. Um, but just as one example, you can have the intention and then for you know whatever reason, say you're planning, you're planning to go out and do a CE5. And before you even do it, you're like, oh, you know, let me, I, I feel like I have to go look at the sky or whatever it is. And you know, the encounter happens before you even do any kind of modality or protocols. So those are just things to keep in mind. Um, and again, I'm, I'm going to repeat myself here, but find a protocol. If you're interested in doing contact work, find a protocol and stick with it for 
for at least a month at the least um, and try to develop it. The, you know, the first few times you might not really be into it or you might not feel like it's it's working, right? But, you know, those are, are all are just our own mental blocks that are getting in the way. Um, and, you know, when you're first doing a process, it might feel very mechanical. But once you you cross the threshold of, of the process being mechanical and you're like, you're feeling it, you're into it, and you can at that point intuitively guide yourself through the process and it just feels right, that's that's when it's going to be highly effective and that could take a number of weeks of practice with a certain protocol or approach you know even if it's something that you're developing on your own um so i hope this this video is helpful in in, in discussing some contact modalities and and you know the usefulness of utilizing contact protocols there are many many protocols and contact modalities out there um, if you have any questions about that, leave them in the comments and I'll do my best to address them. Or if you have any video requests on some of those contact modalities, I can address that too. So uh, again, contact work. Um, I did a disclaimer video. So if, you're, if you've never done it before, check out the disclaimer video. Um, if you're just going to do contact no matter what, so be it. All right. Take care, guys.